Chris Miles was able to retire twice by the time he was 39 years old. But he's not content to just enjoy his own financial freedom and peace of mind. Chris wants you to have your own ripple effect so you can live free today. He's not the financial advisor you expected. He's the anti-financial advisor you deserve. He's jumping behind the mic right now, ready to make waves. Here's Chris Miles. Hello, my fellow Ripplers. This is Chris Miles, your cash flow expert and anti-financial advisor. Welcome to our show. It's for you and about you. Those who work so hard for your money. And you want your money to start working harder for you right now. You want that freedom, cash flow, and prosperity today, not 30 or 40 years from now, but right now to live that life that you love with those you love doing what you love. And more importantly, it's not just about being rich. It's about creating a life of meaning. As, as a rippler, you want to create a ripple effect through the lives of others to bless more lives. Guys, thank you for allowing me to create a ripple effect through you. Thank you again for binging and sharing. Uh, we just a few weeks ago surpassed uh, 600,000 downloads, actually. Um, 100,000 just in the last couple months. So guys, you've put us into the top 1% of podcasts. So thank you so much for tuning in. You guys really are the best. I appreciate you binging and sharing and creating powerful conversations because you're not just listening to the show, but you're creating powerful conversations and creating real action to get real results. And that is the ripple effect I want to create. That's why I'm spending this time doing this stuff while I'm financially independent, guys. So thank you so much for tuning in. As a reminder, you can always go to our website, moneyripples.com. There's great videos on there, great resources. And of course, and we'll talk about this later today, but you want to reach out to us. You say, hey, Chris, I feel like we're in a place that we have at least a few hundred thousand dollars to invest, or we got equity trapped in a home. You know, we want to get our money out of prison working for us today so we can be financially independent before 2030. Guys, reach out to us on our website, moneyripples.com. Hey, how would you love to earn up to 10% on your money every year while also helping people stay in their homes? Guys, that's exactly what the fund with American Homeowner Preservation allows you to do. You can invest with as little as $100 and be able to use that money to help people stay in their homes by being able to refinance so they can stay in the homes with the families that they love. And guys, this is only open now until November 5th, until it's closed for the rest of the year. So if you want to learn more information about this, go check out their website, www.fundingahp.com. That's F-U-N-D-I-N-G-A-H-P as in American Homeowner Preservation. Com. Check it out. Okay, guys. So I want to talk about a topic that it was brought to my memory, especially when I was watch, uh, I was looking at a post on Facebook, right? Um, you know, I was, I'm in a business group that's local to Utah, and, and I don't attend their live meetings anymore. But every once in a while, I get tagged in it. And someone specifically said, they said, you know, they said, uh, hey, we're looking for a financial advisor with one, at least 10 years of experience. And two, they have more of a real estate focus, which of course, it's like, well, yeah, that's Chris Miles right there, you know, um, pretty, pretty apparent. Uh, but I mean, there's lots of different people who ask for financial advisors, even in that group. I mean, somebody did recently, I didn't even pipe in. I didn't even care to pipe in because I just didn't feel like it was for me. It was actually a, a life insurance. They were asked for life insurance. I probably figured they're just looking for, you know, the basic typical stuff. And honestly, I'm a very, you know, I do very niche when I do that infinite banking principle. Even if I do term insurance, it's still with the purpose of doing infinite banking. So, uh, so anyway, it's like, so that kind of brought to my mind of, you know, who should be the right financial advisor you to hire, right? Who is that person you should be hiring that financial expert in your life? And guys, I'm not saying it has to be me. 
right? It doesn't have to be me or my team or anything like that. Like I'd be flattered, of course, if you guys thought of us, but that's not what I'm saying here at all. Uh, what I am saying is what are the, the bullet points, right? What are those checklist items you should go through to determine if somebody should be the financial expert in your life? Because the truth is you are the boss of your money, not them. You should not be turning over control to somebody else. You should not just let somebody else do all this decision-making for you. If anything, you need someone to empower you, right? You need somebody to work with you as a partner in this, not someone to boss you around. And unfortunately, I've, I've met too many of you that you've, you've gotten used to that, right? Because the financial industry teaches that. They teach you that you should be bossed around, that, that essentially they're the ones caring about your money more than you do. And that's backwards, guys. You are the one in charge of your money. You're the one that hires or fires these people. And so if you're going to hire somebody, let's, let's talk about some good bullet points you should look at, especially from a guy that's been in this industry for 20 years. I've definitely seen um, some pretty interesting charlatans around there, as well as people that are well-intentioned, but just not a good fit. So number one, you know, I just kind of touched on this, but experienced. Are they experienced? Now, here's the thing. Just like the woman said, hey, at least 10, 10 years of experience in the field, there's a difference. Be careful not to hire an advisor that's got one year's of experience repeated 30 times. Right. It's the financial advisor that says, I've been doing this for 30 years. Probably got their belly, you know, barely, you know, covering their belt buckle and everything and wearing the nice suit. Um, you know, the old school financial advisor, right? I know a lot of those guys are kind of going away. You know, they're either retiring or dying because uh, many of them can't retire. <laughs> but uh, we'll talk about that later too. But, uh, but, anyways, I mean, if they say they have 30 years' experience, that to some level has, you know, some, some, some weight, right? There is some weight to that. But be careful. Make sure it's not just they got trained one year times 30, right? They're just learned the same thing over and over for the last 30 years. You know, the same thing they already learned the first year, they're just repeating year after year after year. So when I say experienced, I want somebody who's progressively thinking. I'm not saying progressive, right? I'm saying those that are always progressing. They're always growing. They're looking for ways to improve upon what they're doing. Um, so critical, so critical, so critical. Um, here's a key thing too. I do actually like somebody who has at least a decade's worth of experience because right now, if someone's been only an advisor for about 12 years or less, they've never known the stock market to be anything but up, right? So it's easy for them to get lazy. It's easy for them to take credit for people making money when in truth, they didn't do squat, right? The truth is that the market made money. They didn't do anything. It's good to know that somebody's been through a few recessions. Uh, that's definitely really good criteria. So uh, I would even say it's, it's advantageous to have somebody who's been around either investing and or advising for at least the last 15 years, right? They've been through at least one recession. So experience is number one. Number two, they should be independent. Now, what do I mean by that? I mean, if they're a broker, they're an independent broker, right? They're not tied to one company. You know, you don't want that person that's just working for New York life because obviously they're just going to pitch New York life, right? Um, you don't want that person that works for State Farm because they'll just pitch, pitch State Farm. You don't want that person that works for Fidelity because they're going to pitch. You got it. Fidelity, right? We don't just want somebody who's captive, as they call it. And captive, uh, captive advisors, really the tough part with them is that they only see this myopic view that their company wants them to teach. You know, they really give them just that perspective. And it's based on trying to fit the products into your situation. And so you do want somebody who's independent of that, right? 
very independent. In fact, not just independent in a company, I would even say an independent thinker, right? An independent thinker, somebody who thinks and questions everything, even when they're being taught by those companies, do they question what they're being taught to say, you know, they're teaching me this and this is useful, but I know the skew is coming because they're trying to have me sell their products. I can't buy into that. You know, I'll tell you from my own experience, just from dealing with these different companies, they always want you to pitch their companies, you know, uh, and, you, and you want to question it too, because some companies will offer to pay more than others. You know, I have a few companies that offer to pay more than a company I often use for the infinite banking stuff, right? And people will say, why'd you pick this company, Chris? And they'll say, well, easy, because this company will give you a better ROI than that one. Even though that one offers to pay me more, that's part of the reason why they charge more on their insurance costs. Like you don't want to get caught up in that game of, of uh, you know, playing the whole numbers game because they're always trying to incentivize people with higher commissions. But the truth is, is that you want to have, make sure somebody can do what's best for you, not just trying to fit you into a company mold or into a certain mold that only works in a very myopic space, right? We want them to have a very open view to see things outside. Um, number three. So number two is independent, like more independent, right? Independent of companies, independent thinker. Uh, number one is experienced. Number three is fee-based. Kind of go along with that commission conversation, right? Those commissions can alter their perspective and get them to lean to one company or another when they offer products. And just understand that really financial advising is really more product peddling, right? It's, it's really just you know, I call it Mexican food of financial advice, right? It's all the same stuff. It's all it comes down to mutual funds, annuities, insurances. That's pretty much all a financial advisor offers and does, right? It's always in that space. And so um, when they're commission-based, obviously the companies are going to try to lean them more to using them because they'll pay a higher com commission, right? Which can mean more cost to you. It gets passed on to you versus to the, the, uh, the, 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 uh, I was going to say the investor, but that's not it. The advisor, right? To the advisor. So definitely fee-based is preferred because fee-based says if you pay them a fee, now they can just say, hey, here's what's available. I'm not going to be swayed based on me making commissions on this or that, right? You want them to be more fee-based to allow you to do that. So there are fee-based planners out there. That's a big question to ask them is, hey, are you fee-based or are you paid only in commissions? The ones on commissions will say, hey, at least there's no harm, no foul. That's true. You know, like they only get paid if you do something and do the work. And there's a purpose for that. There's a place for that. However, when it comes to advising, you know, it's much easier to go to the person that's fee-based to say, listen, whether you do investments with the companies I work with or not, or even if they don't offer any of those investments, at least you get, you hope to get um, better, better advice from those people. So one was experienced. Two was uh, that they're independent. Three is fee-based. Number four, Number four is they have a low risk tolerance. Now, this ties in a little bit with my episode from last week, right? When I talked about, are you a conservative investor, right? Um, many people that talk about being conservative, you know, in truth, they really are not conservative. They're just going with the mainstream. They're conventional, right? They're what's familiar, but that's not necessarily mean that it's less risk. It just means that more people are doing it. But remember, when any recession is hit, most people lose money in the markets, not make money. You don't want to be the majority. You don't want to be conventional. You want to be away from that. So when we talk about that low risk tolerance, we want an advisor who's not going to say, hey, gamble at all. Just go for it. You know, I, I was in a, sitting in a church meeting and there was a financial advisor there that was teaching a course, you know, teaching a class. And he's like, hey, I don't want to try to sell you guys on me, but here's the thing, you know, and he taught some basic concepts. And then he went to talking about, 
you know, somebody asked a question, they were retired, obviously they were older. They said, Hey, well, what do you, what do you recommend for an asset allocation? Like how much should be in the stock market versus not when you're retired? And his response was, you know what? If you're, if you're younger than 85 years old, you should be hundred percent in the stock market, 100%. And I'll tell you, my wife and I, like we, we like both guffawed, right? If that's, you know, if you remember that word, you know, we both just went like, are you kidding me? Because one, I mean, I, from my perspective, she was just thinking like, that was ridiculous. That's way too risky, especially if somebody that's in their seventies and eighties, it'd be hundred percent of the stock market. But again, he'd only been an advisor for the last decade, right? He'd never seen down years. It was always theoretical to him. So to him, he's like, no, go in the stock market. You gotta, you gotta go for it. Well, I'm thinking, uh, this guy should be losing his licenses right now. Like the fact that he pub- you know, publicly said, hey, anybody on younger, under the age of 85 should be all in the stock market, all in equities. Big gamble, bad, bad advice. You do not want that. And so that's what I mean. You want a low risk tolerance. You don't want somebody who's a gambler mindset, right? You want somebody who says, you know what? We want to, number one, preserve your money. And then number two, help you make more money on top of that money that we preserve. So the goal is, one, don't lose money. You know, so Warren Buffett's two rules, right? Don't lose money. And then rule number two is don't forget rule number one. Don't lose money, but still make money. You know, it, ideally, you want someone who can give you high returns with lower risk, lower risk than what most people are doing in the stock market right now. That now goes to number five, right? Number five is cash flow focused. You should definitely get somebody who has that focus on generating income. And it may just be off of dividends and stocks. Again, I'm not saying it has to be all alternative investments, right? But, you know, cash flow focus is a key. Your whole goal is to get to a point where you have steady, stable, predictable streams of income coming in. That is the only way you can become financially independent. It's not the dollar amount. You know, I just had somebody that they said, they're like, hey, I'm saving a ton of money. They're actually in their mid 40s had a couple million dollars saved up. But the problem was that even for, for them to hit their goal, and their goal, by the way, was to have about a half million dollars a year passively coming in. And I said, well, if you want to hit a half million dollars in today's dollars, not even factoring for inflation, but just today, you know, a half million, you got to have at least 15 to $20 million saved up in these mutual funds. You got to got seven or about at least seven times what you've got sitting in these assets. Um, that's going to be a little while. Now he could possibly do it by the time he's in the sixties, right? And a financial advisor might say he's doing great or, you know, lower your goal a little bit and then you'll hit it faster. Right. I was like, no, like you can still hit this goal within the next five or 10 years. If you focus on more cash flow oriented investments versus just growth oriented, and especially looking outside of the markets and things like that. So again, cash flow focus is key. Number six is a team of experts. Do, are they surrounded by other experts? For example, you do not want a financial advisor that is also a CPA and or an attorney, right? I've actually, I've actually met guys in my, in my years, right? In, in being a financial advisor or in this financial space um, where there was guys that would hand out the business card and say, hey, I'm also a tax attorney or a CPA or an estate planning attorney. And, and they're trying to be the jack of all trades but they're the expert in none of them. You don't want that. You want somebody who is specialized in their field that they're doing what's what they're supposed to be doing, right? And therefore they need a team, you know, because obviously they're not going to address everything. You know, if a tax situation comes up, do they have a good CPA to refer you to? Or they're just referring to somebody they met at some local networking event, right? Which 
is may probably won't be the best fit for you, right? You want to have good vetted people and people of integrity. And I'll just let you know that just like the law of attraction, like attracts like. Many people will try to say, well, how do I find a good attorney or a good you know, CPA? Or how do I find a good investments or this or that? How do I know that they're going to be, have good integrity? Look for the person that's connected to them. Like attracts like. People of integrity attract people of integrity. That's so important because one thing you do not want to do is hire an advisor that's a great marketer and maybe they're just a very great, you know, blah, blah, blah salesman, right? They just talk away, you know, but they don't have that integrity personally. They're not going to attract good people either. You're going to find out their team is weak. You're going to find out their team is maybe more based on what that person offers them. You know, I, I know one guy in particular that I, I had a pretty close working relationship with that a lot of times he picks people not because they're the best, but he picks people because they'll offer to pay him the most if they send, if, if he sends them referrals, you got to be careful of that. You know, and again, this guy is all money, money, money focused. Like that's all he cares about. That is his love language when it comes to his business is the money, right? It's not about serving people. It's about money. And again, I love making money, right? I'm not a person that eschews money. I don't, I'm not, I don't reject it. You know, I invite it actually, you know, I'm very open to it. However, that is not the number one focus. When that becomes a, the number one focus, things get skewed and you start to wonder if it's in your best interest or not. So be careful of that. So make sure you have somebody who not only is a, you know, really good at their field and they're good in their lane, but they stay in their lane and then they have great people to support them in other places. This is why when people say, hey, Chris, uh, can you help me with this long-term care, especially in the state of Washington? All things are going crazy, right? You help with long-term care or with health insurance. I said, hey, I'm licensed to do those things but I'm not your expert to talk to. That's not my niche. Go talk to this person or this person. These people will give you a much better hookup because that's their area of specialty. You know, hey, I'm not going to do auto and homeowner insurance because again, that's somebody who does that. I'm not going to offer any investments, right? I don't offer anything. You know, like I don't offer any of these deals, syndications. You don't hear me talking about anything like that. I have other people I'm connected to that do that. So you want to make sure, again, you don't have the person that jack of all trades because I was that guy. I used to be the mortgage broker, the insurance salesman. I used to be the, the investment guy, like with mutual funds and everything else. Um, I even did debt pay down strategies for people. I mean, I was the one-stop shop. And I'll tell you that that was not a good strategy for me when I was a financial advisor. Don't go for the one-stop shop person. Go for somebody who's specialized and do great in what they do with doing the master planning, but then they've got other people to help support them that are, have great integrity. So review here, the last six here. One is is uh, you know, one, you want them to be experienced, right? Two, you want them independent. Three, that they are fee-based, not commi just commission-based. Four, they have a low risk tolerance. Five, they're cash flow focused and they're willing to look outside of the traditional norms. They wanna give you things that produce real cash flow for you. Six, they have a team of experts and they have great integrity. And then seven, this is a great bonus if you can find it, is they're financially independent themselves. This is huge, is that if you get somebody who helps you, but they're not banking on this money, they don't need the money because they've got other investments paying them. Plus, understand this, is that if your goal is financial independence, wouldn't you want somebody who's also become or pretty dang close to being financially independent themselves, right? You want that. You want somebody who's not relying on this income. You want somebody who's actually able to say, hey, I'm doing it currently. I'm living this. I'm not just trying to make money and, and ask the advisor too. It's like, Hey, do you just make money off the commissions? Like do you make money off of renewals? 
Or are you able to make money off the investments you've been recommending? I mean, a great question to ask anybody is like, hey, are you, how, are you able to be financially free off the investments that you have right now in your portfolio? Now, if they're honest, they might say no, right? And that's fine if they, if they say no. But you know, ask them, like, are you close? You know, or is this something you're going to try to hit by age 65, right? Or is this contingent, like what I was doing as a financial advisor, is this contingent upon you making so much in sales so then you can build up enough to then finally retire, right? The truth is that if you're trying to retire off of mutual funds, you're not going to make it anyways. It's going to take way too long. And the advisor, if they're saying that they're financially free off mutual funds, I would question it. I would question it 100% because I have yet to meet that financial advisor that's solely retiring on their mutual fund investments. Solely, no, I've not seen that at all. Um, even when I met a guy that was in the field, retired, he was an older gentleman. Um, he actually said, he's like, yeah, I've, I've, I've been able to retire myself. I'm okay. I don't have to do anything. One, I found out he was living a very, very cheap life. Two, found out he also had a pension. He had a couple pensions coming from different companies, including the military. So he had a military pension. He had a company pension coming in, and he was living on Social Security. Between those three things alone, he didn't need the mutual funds. They were just bonus for him. Now, that's not a bad thing necessarily, right? That's kind of cool, right? But don't think that that person is going to get you the financial freedom with mutual funds if they haven't done it themselves. So you want someone who's been there and done that and still doing it today right? Somebody who's actually living what they preach. That's a huge bonus. If you can find somebody who's financially independent that are, are actually living the life that you want to achieve, that's what you should do. Worst case, find somebody at least a few steps ahead of you in that, in that game. Maybe they're not quite financially independent, but at least a few steps ahead. So guys, here's the ultimate thing is you want to go with somebody that you trust, right? You want to make sure it's somebody that is good for you. You want to make sure that they are independently thinking that they they're actually, you know, doing the things we talked about here, that they're experienced, that they know what it's like to go through bad recessions, you know that they're actually, you know, they are fee-based, not commission-based, that they have a low risk tolerance, that they're not trying to gamble with your money, that they protect your money and allow it to grow too, that they're cash flow focused, you know, and that of course they have a great team of experts around them and they're, they got good integrity. And of course, if they can be financially independent too, guys, you probably found the right person, especially if you end up trusting them. So Anyways, that's what I would look for if I was looking for an advisor. But yeah, big question I would ask, even from that last point there is, hey, are you financially independent? Do you have to keep working, not including the commissions you're earning from all these renewals and everything from your clients that you have, but could you get rid of all your clients and still be okay? That would be a power question for you. Uh, so anyways, guys, you know, find that advisor that's great for you. Of course, if, if you guys feel that that's us and our team, like we've got people that do fit that criteria, great. Uh, feel free to reach out to us. Like I said, you go to moneyripples.com, go to the contact us page and say, hey, we've got money. We've got this dead equity, right? Just like I've had so many people say, Chris, I'm even asset rich and cash poor. I've got assets, but they're not paying me. How do I get these mon this money to start paying me? So I work because I want to, not because I have to. If that's what you're looking for, great. We, I don't know anybody that does this better. Reach out to us on moneyripples.com. Go to the contact us page and we can help you out there. But guys, either way, even if it's not us, find that person that's good, that expert, that person that can help guide you along. But remember, you are the boss of your money. You're the one in control. You're the one that hires or fires them, not the other way around.
right? You ultimately make the call, you make the decisions. That is the only way to have true freedom is when you take responsibility for your life to go and make it a wonderful and prosperous life. Make it a wonderful week, guys. Talk to you later. Visit us online at moneyripples.com for more resources to help you fix money leaks and get your money working harder for you now. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.